0: Did you know that all children with learning differences or LD children are more vulnerable to suffer social rejection and social isolation? But what about the LD child whose learning difference is not academic, such as math or reading or writing? What about the LD child whose learning differences are social or emotional? Theirs is the toughest battle. Why? Because all environments are social, at home, at school, everywhere. Included among these children are those labeled as twice-exceptional children. These 2E children are very high-IQ children who also suffer from OEs, overexcitabilities due to an overactive amygdala, the part of the brain that controls emotional responses. Due to this asynchronous development, they suffer from lagging skills to tolerate frustration, to be flexible, and to solve problems. However, these lagging skills are teachable skills. This new lens of looking at this type of child through a lens of understanding, compassion, empathy, and effective teaching methods is vital on the part of the families, the educators, the therapists, government agencies, as well as the communities that these families live in. Why is this new lens so vital? Because these beautiful children are often only viewed through a lens of their maladaptive behaviors. They are often misunderstood by their own loving parents, who may be twice exceptional themselves and not even know it. Their parents are stressed out, exhausted, confused, and often divorced. Their children are prescribed medications that do not work and which add more problems. They are often either the victim of a bully. Or they are the bully themselves at school. They are the social outcast. They are the teacher's most behaviorally challenging student. They are the student given detention, the student who the principal expels, or worse, calls a police on. Some of these children run away from their homes as they struggle with their OEs or over-excitabilities and their inability to understand why they're having them. Others display their frustration with aggressiveness at home, with their own parents who desperately call agencies to help them. And those agencies get the police involved in a frantic attempt to help, and I put the word help in quotes. Do you see the emotional and social chaos and destructive results of not seeing these children and their families through the proper lens? I do, because of not seeing these precious children through the right lens and not teaching these children the social and emotional skills they need, these children tragically and undeservedly face a very frightening reality. A hidden school-to-jail pipeline. This ugly pipeline needs to be stopped in order to protect the future of these misunderstood and underserved children. I also see other destructive pipelines that only God can fix. What about the difficulties of being a 2E parent? What about one neurotypical parent who's married to a 2E spouse? How does that affect their marriage? It's time to see the pain that we are enduring out of love for our children and for our spouses through God's lens. It's time to hear and act on what God is saying to special needs families like ours. In a wonderful book that I recently read, written by Elizabeth Enloe, called God in Every Season. She really describes God's heart for mothers experiencing pain, like mothers of 2E children are experiencing pain. She writes, Just like the cross, and she's talking about the cross of Jesus, Just like the cross, what causes your pain was not something God invented. But also, like the cross, God alone can take your pain and use it for something of immeasurable, eternal worth in your life. If you let him, he will take that ache and sometimes that tormenting pain and accomplish huge things with it. This reminds me of that Bible verse that says God takes what the enemy intended for evil and uses it for good. I believe this is exactly the season that God wants to start doing that for 2 families like us. Here's another thing I hear the Lord saying. Back when I was still growing in intimacy with the Lord, And I still am every day, which I'm sure you guys are also doing. While in prayer, I heard the Lord say to me, Do you want new shoes? It startled me at first, and I knew at that moment that despite my inability to answer the question, He wanted to do great things with my life. You know, shoes, when you think of shoes, you think of, okay, put on the shoes of the gospel of peace. And that's also uh, relatable to what I heard audibly the Lord say to me. But now, after starting this podcast, I see and I understand more deeply what God was saying with that question. He's saying that he wants us to start running into the beautiful promises that he has for us. He wants us to leave behind our old shoes. He wants us to move into his future plan, to run with our new shoes into our kingdom assignment, to let go of the past and to step into the new with the new shoes that he's giving us. I also hear God saying that He wants to love us not only as a father loves, but as a mother loves. In an article called The Mother Heart of Father God, written by Denise Jordan, Denise quotes two passages from Scripture. Isaiah forty-nine, fifteen says can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will never forget you. And in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13, we read, As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted. With these scriptures, writes Denise Jordan, God the Father is comparing himself not only to a mother, but to a nursing mother. In these words, he is expressing the kind of love that will rise up in the middle of the night a hundred times to feed their hungry child. The kind of love that will even die for you. If you are crying from sickness or fear, this kind of love will always be available for you. This, she says, is the kind of love that knows no end. It will go on and on and on. He is the original source and expression of motherhood. He is saying, I have an infinitely greater capacity to comfort you and to love you tenderly. So I hear God, with this mother-like compassion towards mothers of twice exceptional children and possibly married to twice exceptional spouses saying to gifted families to 2e families and all special needs families i hear your cries he says i cry with you and i want to take you under my wings i want to protect you i want to heal your hearts and prosper you i want to give you heavenly solutions It is I who gave your children their gifts and I want to empower them to use these gifts for my kingdom. I know your special needs. I know your special desires intimately and infinitely better than you can humanly know them yourselves. I have never abandoned you You are not alone. I am your hope. And I am the opposite of every fear, every anxiety, every depression, every feeling of inadequacy, every lie of insignificance or rejection, every feeling of being isolated, abandoned or alone, every sadness, every weakness, every exhaustion, every unsupportive broken system or circumstance, every confusion every lack of compassion, every trauma. He is saying, rise up, mothers. I, too, have a mother's heart, just like you. I have predestined great things for your families and for your children and for your children's children. Partner with me. Trust me. Show up on the battlefields. The battle is mine, but I want you to take the land I want to give you. Let me nurture you and show you compassion and give your needs voice in the areas needing healing and needing new solutions and new systems that work. Out of intimacy with the Lord comes birth. So I say thank you, God, for birthing this podcast from the intimate moments that I have spent in your loving presence. I want to end this uh, first episode of this podcast with um, a little talk about my own beautiful 2E son's remarkable gifts. He is highly creative. He's artistically gifted in drawing, story crafting, and imagination. He's a deep thinker and he feels deeply and likes intensity and action and adventure. He often says he wants to be a movie producer, so he loves using my smartphone to take videos or segments of movies he's making. Right now he's into westerns and military heroes and superhero movies where a good guy defeats an ugly guy or a sci-fi movie or monster is overcome by a hero. He's planning to learn Adobe After Effects um, with me so we can piece together all the tons of footage he has already filmed. He draws all day long, before school and after school, and is constantly telling all of us here at home about his stories. His drawings overfill the house. They come out of the file cabinet and spill onto everywhere else in the house. He can easily remember or recall facts that he has committed to memory relating to things he is passionate about or interested in. He has a keen sense of observation for detail. He has a fantastic sense of humor. He has a giant heart and he's a very good boy and I'm very blessed to be his mother. Recently he told me that he can start to hear what Holy Spirit is saying to him. And he's starting to draw prophetically. He drew recently an image of a beautiful giant eagle, a flock of songbirds, and a flock of ugly vampire bats. On the drawing, he wrote, We are the children of God, like songbirds. But the devil is like a horrible vampire bat, seeking to suck our blood and our life. But God is like a giant eagle, protecting us. We will march into hell and with God's power, we will defeat the devil and his demons." He's also creating a story now in a movie called Unstoppable. When I asked him why he named it that, he replied, because that's the way I feel about myself, Unstoppable. The main character in my movie, he says, goes through battles, gets shot, It's bombs thrown at him Cars trying to run over him But the main character is unstoppable He keeps going forward When I recently received A prophetic word from the Lord I was asking the Lord To give me more clarity As to what land He wanted me to occupy I had already received Confirmation through the Holy Spirit That he was calling me To the mountain of family Arts and entertainment And government the Holy Spirit answered me by saying, It's Colin's time. It's Colin's time. I knew instantly, in my spirit, that he wanted me to bring God's love, God's powerful solutions, God's healing, to families of gifted children and their, and their families. Especially beautiful children like my Colin, who have social and emotional learning differences. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for placing one of your tears from your heart into mine. Thank you for showing your true heart towards these families who have their own beautiful little Collins or Colettes. Thank you for being the one and only never-abandoning, powerful, triune love that wants to nurture and grow intimacy with every layer of our being our spirits, our souls, and our bodies. To echo what my son Colin said and what he hears in his little spirit, I say, Amen. Your love and your provision for us is unstoppable. So I want to end this podcast with a a prayer, but more of a truth statement. And this is from... Again, from Elizabeth Enlow's book, God in Every Season. In her chapter, called Summer Grace, she writes this beautiful truth statement, which I want to say with you. In this summer season of my soul, I can access a unique intimacy with you, God, that I'm not able to at any other time. So I will embrace this place of testing. When I feel weary with the responsibilities of tending to the things you have given me favor in, I will look to you for your grace that will take me to victory in all things. Your power is all I need to maintain the ground you have given me. The truth is that I can come boldly to your throne of grace anytime I need help or anytime I need mercy. I never have to earn your love or your support. Even though my days are full and intense, you are right here with me, speaking your peace, your love, over my heart and my mind. I don't have to do any of this by myself, because you enjoy working together, and you enjoy me. I refuse to live a day, no matter how full it is, without noticing all the ways you are caring for my heart above all the noise of the season i will hear your love song over me thank you for listening to this podcast first episode of mother a movement and i look forward to the upcoming episodes where we'll do more prayer together we'll do more Support of each other will do more of listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying to us and how He wants to bring healing and heavenly solutions to all of our families and to our children. God bless.